five, four, three, two, one, go. go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce Podcast. It's your grandmother's, it's your grandfather's favorite form of entertainment. We're switching things up this week. It's episode 27. Phil! Good old Phil. Uh, good old Phil. Phil Rusnak. <laughs> what are you doing, How buddy? How you doing, buddy? What's going Wake on? Wake up, kid. Wake I'm up, I'm chilling, buddy. dude. Just I'm chilling like a... Like a nut in a scrotum, you know what I'm talking about? Hot summer day. I just, I love the fact that you're just describing one nut in a scrotum, not two, but you know what? We'll, we'll let you have that. We'll let you have that, my guy. You know, the one that hangs lower. Yep. You know, that's my left nut, <laughs> to be honest with you. And now you guys know more about my anatomy. So that's a lovely thing. We're all just getting to know each other more and more. Bro, did you see what Elon Musk named his son? I'm so glad you brought this up because literally this entire episode, all I wanted to talk about was the neural link that this man is creating to turn okay. us all into cyborgs. And no, this is not a joke. Like there's actually, there's actually something this man is working on that will turn us into cyborgs, but we can get to that later on in the episode. You wanted to start with his child's name, which you typed it in the discord chat. And I honestly, I, how do you even X Z A 12 Musk? Is that how you <laughs> okay. say it? So I didn't even type that because I don't know how to do the AE combo, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the that, dual That's letter. a copy and paste job off Google. But anyway, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and Joe was like, yo, you just had a son. And he was like, yeah, how do you pronounce his name? And he's like, uh, X. And then the AE is Ash and then A12. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> X Ash A12 Musk. Okay. So apparently his partner or his girlfriend, because I don't think they're married. He's married. No, he's not married. Um is Grimes. Do you know who Grimes is? I do not know. She's like a English, I believe she's English, rock star pop singer. Interesting. I didn't know this but, at all, actually. I'm learning a lot already in today's podcast. Yeah, so he described that she actually came up with the name, and his addition to the name was A12. Ooh. But X-Ash is her. <laughs> that's actually, that's, that's kind of romantic. That's lovely. She added now, half the name, he added half the name. They both together created this baby. I think this is lovely. Yeah, I don't know what X Ash means, but he he talked. Uh, Joe Rogan was like, "What the fuck is A 12 And he's like, <laughs> "It's just my favorite plane." <laughs> I feel like most people will just call the baby Ash, though, right? I mean, I think that's pretty fair to say. Yeah, could you imagine just the fucking stu- substitute teacher doing a roll call? Uh, X Ash A twelve, are you here? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. What's up? Well, he's dude. This this child is going to be in. He's going to be so intelligent. He's probably not even going to be in regular school, dude. He's going to be already, like, doing rocket science at the age of six. It's a it's a boy, this, right? You had a boy? This kid, yeah. yeah. This kid is going to have 13 nannies, dude. Elon Musk is already at six kids. Really? Yeah, he's just pumping out units, my guy. Dude, he he is... I watched he, <laughs> I watched highlights of the podcast with Joe Rogan. I didn't watch the entire thing last night. Literally, actually, this morning at, like, 7 a.m., I couldn't sleep, so I was watching this. And I was like, oh my God, I have to bring this up on the podcast. So you know all about the kid's name. Do you know about this Neuralink thing that I mentioned earlier? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure he's trying to like upload everyone's brains to like the cloud. So the main function for it, and he explained this, and you guys can correct me if I ever say anything wrong in the comments because I, I literally watched it this morning half asleep. But basically the main premise of the Neuralink is it's this little chip with wires that we're going to implant in our skulls. And the main point of it is to uh cure forms of brain damage so like if somebody can't use one of their limbs this will heal their brain function so that they'll be able to then move their limbs it'll cure epilepsy it'll cure 
you know, all these things that are directly related to the brain. And then as they started talking about this, they started getting into it deeper where everyone will have this eventually and we will be able to save state like in a video game where we can save state this exact conversation that we are having right now in this moment and we'll be able to play it back later on in our lives and get pinpoint accuracy about what we were feeling, what emotions we had, what we were feeling hunger-wise that day, like literally anything about the essence of being in this moment, whereas we have memories in our head that aren't even accurate. Like they're not as accurate as a computer or a video camera recording something. This would be able to give us that pinpoint accuracy. And then it got even crazier where he said, we'll be able to save state our lives right now and put that save state into an artificial body and essentially just live forever because we can keep uploading our consciousness. And it will be, he said, it will be you. You will realize it's you. You'll feel a little bit different, but then he said, which was the creepiest part, he's like, you know, you feel different when you go to sleep versus when you wake up the next day. So you will feel a little bit different when you upload into a new body, but he said physics tell us that this is not impossible. This is something that we can do, and he said we can communicate without talking in the next 10 years by sending, like, synapse information through these chips. Dude, it was it was crazy. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> I just want to know what mushrooms this guy came across in the fucking forest. I want to know what LSD he's on, how much weed he smokes. Dude, he's a fucking genius. And the scary thing is, like, I feel like this is all going to be real. I know it sounds ridiculous hearing it right now, but it's like, he said we're kind of already cyborgs because we literally, like, we never leave our phones behind, you know? But he was saying the data entry and the output and the input is so slow because we have to see something on a screen... Our brain has to break it down. Then we have to communicate it to other people. And then it has to go into their brain. That is decompressed. They have to break it down. With these chips, we can just be like, oh, Phil, here's what I'm thinking. And then you get it. Okay, but here's what I'm thinking. Oh, what? Your mom wants to know what we're thinking about? Like, we can just, that's the sound effect it's, I'm using, of course. But It's that's, basically iMessage for our brains. It's fucking scary. I don't like it. I gotta be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm so with it for helping people that you know have brain damage like that sounds amazing it's going to be an epic breakthrough for sure but i don't know about this whole like not communicating through you know body language and facial expressions and and language as opposed to like this universal synapse that we're all going to be able to understand it's ah man it's am i the only one that (laughs) feels freaked out by this i don't know it's bizarre it's kind of freaky to think about and is it possible I don't think I have the brain capacity to understand if, if it's even possible. I, I'm just trying to graduate college right now. Yeah, you're just trying to get through <laughs> your Zoom lectures. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, I don't think we're 10 years off from that. I Dude, think at first he said five years, and then he said, yeah. oh, probably, probably 10 years. In his super, about, super, super soothed voice. Okay, Elon, how about we get voice. the fucking Cybertruck first, all right, buddy? <laughs> yeah, he explained, by the way, why the window broke in their demo when he threw the steel ball at it. He said they hit it with a sledgehammer on the door first, and that apparently cracked the base of the window. And yeah, how about we fix right that there. problem before we... Uh... Turn into fucking AI intelligence. Yeah. It is crazy, because this is the thing. And I understand that, like... Our phones, his argument, our phones are an extension of us, and that's what makes us, quote-unquote, cyborg. It's not in our fucking bodies. And if your phone gets hacked, your phone gets hacked. If something gets hacked in your brain, <laughs> what, 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 what are you just going to become, like, a robotic, like... Second of all, who controls 
the neural link. That's what I'm saying. Is it his company? I don't know. Like, what if he could just shut you off? Just go like, Dude. you know, snap his fingers like Thanos and you just fucking power off. See, the crazy thing is, I, I do think most people would say they, they aren't about this like futuristic movie, you know, sci-fi type thing. But I feel like there are a lot of people that genuinely do see the application for it. Because Joe, Joe is actually, he's really fucking smart. Like, when he was breaking it down, he was explaining that, you know, we look at we look at evolution and we look at the creatures that basically evolved into modern-day humans. And we look at them and we're like, holy shit, man. Like, they were so primitive. Like, right. one day we might all be walking around with Neuralinks looking back at today's society and being like, why did we not do this sooner? Like it might be the new norm eventually. It probably it probably is inevitable, honestly. I think it's a big step, at least. Like I don't know if Neuralink or Elon Musk's endeavors. I think it's like a stepping stone to where we could possibly be. You know what mm. I mean? Like who's to say like fucking Elon Tusk comes along, right, and takes Elon Musk's ideas, but just like spins it in his own way, and it's like a similar neural network. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, man. There's just where there's technology, here's the thing. Humans are flawed, and I feel like a lot of the time, humans can make technology flawed. It's like hacking in general just scares the shit out of me. If there's just something in your brain, and I don't know like how the, the ins and outs of this, I don't even know if it can be hacked or what the story is, but I would assume if someone has access to fixing something in your body, someone else outside could then access it, right? I mean, that makes, I, I'm not an expert on this shit, obviously. I'm just kind of the average right. Joe talking about it, but it just, it, it, raises a lot of scary question marks about this like new sci-fi world that we're moving into man i don't know i mean the number one question would be who controls the neural link yeah like there has to be government intervention somewhere you know what i mean they can't just let elon develop this technology and then he's just like this entity that controls everyone like fucking plankton and spongebob it's just, yeah it's just crazy that he's building cars like, and now he's gonna build like a brain device it's like yeah. what else do, like how much knowledge does this does this man have? It's kind of scary. Dude, did you see? Did you see his satellites moving across the sky? Uh, I did not know. So a lot of people were posting like, "Oh, like aliens are real and shit." Like, what the fuck is this? Oh, in the that sky? was all was, him when people in LA were like, well, "Logan Paul and them saw a big yeah." Like, so it thing. was SpaceX moving these like I, I don't know if they were internet or like five G or whatever the fuck they were, but mm. they're just these satellites moving in like complete unison across the sky. And um, it's just like, what is the limit for this man? <laughs> like, He really is like Tony Stark in real life, though. That's the crazy thing. Mm -hmm. he, he also has enough money just to dick around and like try literally anything. Dude, to be a multi-billionaire, though, like to have that freedom to do whatever you want, go wherever you want, that must be like a crazy feeling. Well, that goes to another thing they talked about. I know this is literally just like the review and the breakdown of the Joe Rogan podcast with Elon recently, but you guys should go check it out before you watch this because we're talking about it a lot. But he was saying how he's going to sell all of his possessions. Did you did you watch the whole thing? No. Yeah, he's apparently selling like all of his houses, all of his stuff that he has in storage. And I don't remember the exact reasoning because, again, I listened to this very early this morning, but apparently he was saying how like, you know, when you're a billionaire and you have a lot of stuff, you become a big target. So he's selling all of his stuff, I guess, to eliminate that. A big target for what? I guess people to just steal, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Bro, this guy could fucking mount automatic turrets on every single piece of property. I wonder what his house could be, <clears throat> though. Like, you ever wonder if, like, Bill Gates' house is just, like, a super-duper smart home where he walks into rooms and just 
goes like this with his hands, spreads them apart, and the lights turn on and shit. Like, he must have such futuristic shit in there. Oh, absolutely, dude. <laughs> you know, I want There's private companies that make, like, smart homes, like, entire mansions that are just completely automated and shit. I was telling my dad, actually, when I when we do the new house and we're, like, redoing everything, I want to make it, like, very smart. Like, I want to be able to say, I mean, this isn't really, like, very smart, but I want to have those light bulbs where I could just tell Google at any point to change the color of them, make my whole house red, make like it all mine. purple. <laughs> yeah, but I want that throughout the entire house, which I think would be really fucking cool. Like, all right, yeah, Google, it's not make, that hard. Make the lights red, and all of a sudden it just has a red tint. Like those it's rooms just like, back in the day when you would, like, develop photos in the water. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Dark room, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the vibe I want in my house. <laughs> Dude, the purple lights are where it's at. Dude, the purple lights in your room are really fucking cool. By the way, uh, Phil asked me before we started recording this, what's what's the weight loss at? You better you better be dropping that scale, buddy. And I said, listen, man, we're recording this early this week. Today's only Friday. I still got two more days to my weigh-in, and I'm still at 181, so I haven't lost okay. any weight, haven't gained any weight, but I'm pretty confident that I could get to 180 by Sunday. I'll just do extra cardio tomorrow, you know what I mean? I'll glitch Bro, the system. We out here. Once you dip down into those 170s... My boy, I'm feeling good though. I'm looking good. Shave the beard. It's already pretty much growing back. I've been filming a lot of TikToks this week. One of my TikToks went to like 400,000 views, which is crazy. Yeah, I was watching all your TikToks like two days ago. Hey, good looks. Yeah, I, I filmed one last night where I was uh, lip singing to this lip syncing to this Dumb and Dumber uh, soundbite from the movie, and I, it was like, okay, Mister Perfect. I forgot you never ever make a mistake, and I literally was watching it, and I was like, yo, I did such a good job with this. You ever look at Bro, something you know, that you make, and you're just like, hell yeah, man, I made that shit. It's pretty rad. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of my YouTube videos I'm pretty proud of. There you go. And the return's coming soon. I'm more excited, I feel like, than most people. I mean, I would be too. I'm ready, my guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, give you a standing ovation when that first video drops after Zoom class is over. I don't know if we mentioned it on the podcast a while ago, but you told me about the movie I should watch, uh, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. Did you watch it? Yeah, dude. Dude. That movie's dude. nuts. That actually could go hand in hand. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up with the Neuralink thing, because speaking of memories and stuff, that movie deals with, basically the premise of the movie is that if you get heartbroken by somebody, you can go to this clinic and- Lacuna. What is it called? Lacuna? Yeah, so you would go to Lacuna. I haven't seen the movie in a while, so I don't remember these details, but you go there and you bring them everything that reminds you of that person. So any gifts, any- things that you have in your home, any pictures, whatever. They take everything and they go into your brain and they essentially wipe that person from your memory. And the whole plot of this movie is that while he's getting his brain wiped, he decides, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to keep these memories. So he tries to like hide from them in his own brain. It's fucking so cool. And he takes it's his like love. It's like Inception and, yeah. meets fucking Jim Carrey. Like, I don't even know Dude, how to explain it's, it's it. It's so good. And, and if you've never seen it, it's with Jim Carrey. You should definitely check it out. It's 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 a beautiful movie. It'll make you cry. Did you cry? You're not really a crier. All right, I teared up. All right, That's I my teared boy. Up. Let's go. <clears throat> I've been crying like six days a week lately, man. It's not even sad tears. Just my emotions are like right at the surface. Mm. I don't know what the fuck is going on. This man. man's bubbling over. I am. I am bubbling over. I am like a, a pot on the stove that is boiling water, my friend. I'm telling you. You right know now. what line tear uh, like made me tear up? Uh, I don't remember specific lines, but if you bring it to me, I probably will remember. She says, meet me in Montauk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You know snap. what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they go oh, over there where they man. first met, right? Yeah. Yep. That shit. <laughs> Dude. I was crying out of all three eyes. There's nothing. 
<laughs> yeah, the third eye of truth even got a little fogged up. Oh. Dude, there's nothing better than a really, really good love story. You know what I saw uh, this week? I've been watching a ton of movies. I watched it by myself. I've seen this movie already, but I watched it again with my mom and then again. Or the rather, Notebook? Again, no. The Notebook I've never seen. I got to watch that. But Bro. this is not a love story <laughs> per se. You know, it's not really, it's not a love story. Okay. Um, but it's uh, the Steve Jobs movie. I watched it by myself and with my mom and I saw it years ago. The the new one that was uh, directed by Danny Boyle, I believe, written by Aaron Sorkin, I believe are their names. And uh, Michael Fassbender plays Jobs. Dude, such a good movie. It's three scenes. <laughs> literally just three scenes. The first scene is a keynote from 1984. Second scene is a keynote from 1988, I believe. And then the third scene is a keynote from 1998. Dude. Right. And it shows everything that happens before a big product launch for Steve Jobs and Apple. Dude, It it's, it is... If you like really good dialogue films, really good pieces of cinema, if you're a film buff out there, watch <laughs> right, this movie. Right. It's, it's beautiful. You know who would so love it? Just, Joan from college. Joan uh, would be obsessed with it. Is it mad artistic? It's beautiful, yeah. Oh my god. Dude, it's like it's like a fight. It's like a fight action movie with dialogue. Like just pew 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 pew, pew going back and forth, <laughs> fucking epic. And you know what else I'm gonna watch this week? John Wick, because people have been recommending that I check out John Wick, so I gotta I gotta see that. My cousin's dog was auditioned to be John Wick's dog in John Wick 2. You told me that, actually. That is something that I did remember you brought up. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, he didn't get the part. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You know what the problem was? He was too cute. They wanted a little bit more of a rugged look, you know? Nah, nah, nah. Marcus, the blue-nosed pit bull, oh, motherfucker snap. is jacked out of his <laughs> He's mind. jacked out of his mind. That's my boy Bro, right they, there. I, if, I was, <laughs> if I was in John Wick, I would want that dog by my side. Don't motherfucker could... Bite through titanium. I never saw it. Oh, okay. So. I was gonna say, don't spoil anything. But apparently, his dog plays a big role in like the whole revenge plot of the movie. I'm, I'm guessing, and again, I don't know this. They either <laughs> kidnap his dog or they kill his dog, and he just goes on a <laughs> rampage. So I, I gotta, I gotta watch this, man. I really do. Right. Um, I saw a scene from the third one. I think it was or the second one, a knife fight scene. Dude, it was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Apparently the action is like out of control. Oh my god, yeah. The the choreographers or whatever that dude, next level fight scene. Choreographers. Choreog when I say choreographers, I can, you can call yeah. it a choreographer, can't you? Or maybe not. I don't know. Listen, I just rolled out of bed legitimately. I slept till six PM today. Today was my Vinny wants to do nothing all day day, and now I gotta right. get some things done before I go uh hang out with Amanda. We're doing some social distancing tonight. Shout out to Amanda. But yeah, I uh I woke up really late. It's taking my brain a little bit to like wake up, but I'm, I think I'm hanging in there, you know? Yeah, dude. Speaking of sleep, remember last episode I was talking about melatonin? Yes. Oh, yeah. How'd that Re go? Give us the in-depth review. Revolutionized my really? sleep. Yes. Yo, I might, have to, I might have to go pick some up. Where'd you get it? CVS? CVS, buddy. CVS never it's 10 fails. bucks. You get a little uh, vitamin jar thing, you like those plastic containers. Got the, I got the gummies because they taste good. Mmm. Not to be dramatic, but this is where my brain automatically goes. Now, what if you feel reliant or dependent on these and then you can't sleep without them ever again? That's my fear with them. So they're not addictive, I don't think. And there's no like drawback of taking them routinely. Like you don't get addiction to it. I mean, I'm sure you can, well, but like you might not get addicted to the actual <sighs> substance or the chemical chemicals that get released because of them, but like right. you might get addicted to good sleep and it's like True. if you don't take them and that's gone what if you can't sleep you're just gonna be like fuck it i'm just gonna pop another melatonin i mean i'm not saying this will happen to you i'm just saying for <laughs> me like i feel like i get addicted to anything really quickly like addicted when i start losing weight you know this like 
I'm I'm a freak now. Like I'm very very hesitant to do cheat meals. If I do a cheat meal the next day, I'm doing extra fucking cardio. You know, like I, I have a very addictive personality. I don't know if I'd I'd be able to like go back to normal sleep after taking melatonin. I mean, so far for me, the biggest thing that I've noticed is that, like, one, I take it like thirty minutes before I go to sleep, mm. and then like you start feeling a little drowsy, and then you just have this peaceful knockout and you go to sleep. But when I wake up in the morning, I'm not groggy. Yeah. Like, I'm like, woo, let's go. Like, <laughs> Yeah, apparently that shit puts you into, like, a deeper sleep, right? Something like that. It lets you have, like, a better NREM cycle or whatever the fuck. Well, let me Google this. Yeah, yeah, look it up. But, yeah, I'm hanging out with my friend uh, Amanda tonight. We're going to have some uh, a bottle of red wine, chill. I'm actually really excited because this is the first time I'm consuming alcohol in, like, over two months. So it's going to be a lovely night. I think I might, like I said, with cheat meals, I might have a cheat meal when I get home, have a little bit of pasta from my uncle's pizzeria and then tomorrow just get right back into the shit grind for that weigh-in on sunday it's gonna be a good Hell weekend yeah, man. Dude. i'm excited all right so melatonin is a hormone made by the pineal gland that's a pea-sized gland found just above the middle of your brain aka your third eye it helps your body know when it's time to sleep and wake up normally your body makes more melatonin at night so maybe i have like a melatonin deficiency that i haven't awesome. fucking addressed and these gummies are helping me i don't know yeah, I, I, mean, listen, I would like to do like a sleep culture on myself, but yeah, do like a whole case study on on the essence of your sleep habits. That'd be epic. I mean, you could go to like a sleep doctor and like you sleep there overnight, yeah. and they monitor like your brain levels and shit. I'll tell you this much: my I believe it's called the circadian rhythm, the yep. internal clock, if you will. My shit's all that. fucked up because I, <laughs> dude, if it's three p.m., I can literally stay asleep till like the next day. I can sleep during the afternoon like a boss. Nighttime, again, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I just I can't put my fucking phone down. I don't think mm. I have trouble sleeping at night. It's just I'm constantly like Elon Musk was talking about. I'm I'm processing information at a slow human rate when I could be doing it with my fucking neural link and just crushing through information, going right to bed. Do you think you need all that information? I definitely don't. I definitely don't. Mm, so you're, you're suffering with some, with some information overload, it sounds like. I just love watching content at night. Like You love consuming you content. You know what it is? Because I feel like <clears throat> during the day, like with what we do, especially the way that I've been working, like I'm literally working from the moment I wake up till the moment I go to sleep. Like obviously I have my, you know, set hours where I'm live streaming, creating video content, recording the podcast, making a TikTok, whatever. But I'm also like interacting on Discord, interacting on Twitter, posting Instagram photos, whatever. Like I'm, my brain is constantly going during the day. And then at right. the end of the night when it's like midnight or later and I finally lay in bed and I'm not tweeting and I'm not making a TikTok and I'm not fucking recording. And I'm just laying there. That's like my me time. And it's like mm -hmm. some of my favorite points of the day where I could just literally lay there and just like do nothing and just enjoy content as opposed to creating it. And it's just, for me, it's just like a really nice, like euphoric release that I get at the end of the day, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. You know, everybody I loves mean, their me time, dude. That's it, dude. <laughs> that's a fact. How excited are you to come back to the studio soon? Because I, I feel like soon, it's, I feel like this is all going to be back to normal sometime soon. I'm being optimistic, maybe, but I feel like within the next month or two, we'll be back at our table, my dude. I mean, my mom's a nurse and she gets like the numbers like updated for like her hospital yeah. and they are down. The yeah. death rate is not down because so many people have it yeah. and so many people are on like ventilators and shit. And the percentage of you like making it out of a ventilator is like pretty low. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of sad, but, um, 
uh, yeah, social distancing has just been working, and yeah. every, everyone seems to be headed towards a more positive future, it seems like. Yeah, the, the, the issue is where we live is just there's so many people crammed into such a small space. It's like, I know a lot, you know, a lot of states are just fully opening up. I believe on May 15th is like the day that's been floating around, like everywhere, not everywhere, but a lot of places are opening up because the numbers have gotten lower. As far as New York, though, like as, as far as the city... I don't even know if the city will be back to like full capacity, like full function until like the end of the year, dude. Like I can't Bro, even... how how could it be? I know. <laughs> like, it's, it's so cramped and dude, so subways dirty. Subways in general, like how are they going to run? I just I, I don't know. I feel like people and and again, get back to the Elon Musk conversation. He was saying how, you know, what they do in China and this is something that we should do here even when this whole thing is over with completely. You know, if you have a cough, if you don't feel good, you should wear a mask. Like, you don't have to wear a mask necessarily, he was saying. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm just paraphrasing what he was talking about. But you don't have to wear a mask in everyday life just going out and about. But if you don't feel good and you have a cough, you should wear a mask. And that's the practice that they do in China, um, like, on a regular basis, you know? And that's something that yeah. we're probably going to see here in the States pretty much. I think it's long. also because in China, um, they have, like, such strict work laws and labor laws and shit. Like, you don't want to get other people yeah. around you sick, because then it just, like, fucks up the entire economy, but that's a whole different fucking other yeah. ball game, because there's a bunch of factories in China, and, but... I think it's just a big wake-up call for, for humans in general. Like, think about how many people you see at, like, just the airport. I was at the airport, last time I went to Georgia was in January. Dude, I saw, like, three different instances where people were walking out of the bathrooms without even washing their hands. It's so disgusting. Like, <laughs> at an airport, too. That's, like... Anywhere is disgusting, but at an airport where there's just people uh, constantly touching <clears throat> shit and traveling from different countries and different states, like, it's bro, fucking airplane nasty, seats, man. Airplane seats and shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, dude, it's uh, so gross. Like, just wash your hands, take showers, use deodorant, brush your teeth. <laughs> just hygiene lessons on Sunday sauce. Just take uh, care of yourself, my dude. It's like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, I've you want to jump into... I'm using the Crestle White stretch. Look at this. You can't see it. Dude, they're looking good, man. They're looking very good. <laughs> I got to get on that because I've been drinking so much coffee. You really do. Uh, you said you want to jump into the grandmother of the week, right? Absolutely, Let's do buddy. It, baby. Let's do it. Hey, boys. My name is Fabian, and I live in Bavaria, Germany. I'd love to submit my lovely grandma, Rosa, to your grandma of the week category. Today, it's been four years since her passing. Sorry to hear that. And I miss her every single day. Sorry to hear that, man. She's played a huge role in my life, and I'm really thankful for all the great memories that I got to gather with her. She was the nicest person on earth and couldn't har even harm a fly. She died at the humble age of 85, and I would really appreciate it if you could send her around the world one last time. Bro, I'm about to cry. Thanks for beautiful. entertaining us. Love the podcast. Love your work. Greetings from Germany, Fabian. Dude, that was that was one of the most wholesome, amazing posts we've gotten. And yeah, of course, uh, we will definitely continue you know your what? grandma's uh, grandmother's legacy, my dude. That's that's amazing. That's literally she amazing. lives forever on the Sunday in the sauce, Sunday sauce on the Sunday sauce podcast, baby. We love you guys. Thank you for everything, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Almost at episode thirty, my guy. That's pretty fucking crazy, Shit, dude. Shit is wild. All right, we love you, fam. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Peace. Yo, I gotta get me some fucking melatonin, my guy.